Hello, and welcome back to And Then We Fought a Dragon. And Then We Fought a Dragon. I'm Desiree. And I'm Becky. And we are on episode seven. Seven. It's exciting, because that means we're close to ten, and that means, like, (laughs) close to being, oh my gosh, we've been doing this for a year. Um, I am obviously jumping ahead of ourselves, but (laughs) it feels good to stick to something. Yeah. Seven is... Not, you know, the biggest number, but that means it's been seven weeks, which feels yeah, like a long true. time. It does. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're excited to continue on. Uh, I'm going to just do a what happened last week, brief synopsis, yeah. and then Rebecca's going to do a recap of what happened this week. Mm-hmm. Excited for that. And then we'll just kind of discuss it and go back and forth um one thing i do need to say (laughs) i have been a little bit of a hater (laughs) i'm aware of that i've reflected and i'm coming i'm coming forward with it i don't feel like you've been hated on things (laughs) you've been interacting with them in a negative way so however you want to interpret that that's fine but I just feel a little bit bad so I'm apologizing um we're gonna work on that also I'm gonna maybe attempt to stop referencing every children's show that's ever existed ever as a point of context (laughs) It will be difficult for me. I I just don't want to make this, like, a juvenile thing for other people. But, like, if it's other people, like, our age, maybe that's the same sort of nostalgia. Of yeah. Things they I, interacted with. It's really the only way I can uh, <laughs> relate to things. Yeah. So it will be a struggle, but um, I guess it's more of an explanation. I don't know if I'll it stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Let's get into it. Um, So last week, we had uh, info on a potential teleport spell. Yes. And then we, we, gosh, I'm really inserting (laughs) myself into this fully, aren't I? You're a part of it. Yeah, you're the watcher. Um, You all uh, signed your contracts for the games, decided that was the plan of action. Mm -hmm. Key on plan. Very proud. <laughs> uh, you got your really cool jerseys, which Rebecca sent me a photo of. Um, yeah, the, the player for I drew a mock-up of them. They look which pretty sweet. Looks really uh, good. So like that. Um, <laughs> then we, yeah, that's pretty much it. You did some game prep, got mm-hmm. a lowdown on a little bit how it would work. Yeah. Got some potions, and there, there, here we are. The morning yeah. of. The morning of. <laughs> yep. So, um, as predicted, this entire session was in the games. And uh, we went overtime, actually. Because we didn't want to stop. Because it was too much fun. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, it's game setting. It's a little weird for note-taking up. Because there's not so much, like, role-play stuff happening. But I've taken notes as best I can, and hopefully it will be as close as can be to actually being there for the real thing, because it was fun. So, like you said, morning of the games, we are in a big stadium that was erected kind of in that that park that we appeared in when we initially got to the Feywild, and there was a game master kind of 
doing some introductions of what's going to happen. So first, there's going to be some team games, which the order is determined by drawing them from a cup. And there's three types of games there. And then there's a short break. And then there's a group-wide game. So I'm assuming that means all the teams involved. And then split games, where the teams break up into two sub-teams, two groups of three, and there's some stuff going on. So team captains come forward to draw a, a game from the cup for the first team games, and we nominated Selwyn, and she pulls one that says Puzzle Rooms. And as all the team captains draw their um, portals open up around the field, and there's purple portals with the name Battle Box above them, green portals with speed runners and pink portals with puzzle rooms. So we're obviously going near uh, a pink portal. Portals of the same colors open up kind of where the spectators are so they can choose what game they want to go watch mm -hmm. as well. And we go through the pink one into the puzzle room. And in a smooth stone room that's totally empty except for four fey banners on the wall, one for each of the seasons, so just some branding stuff. And then across from us is a big wooden door that has this elaborately carved face kind of grinning cheekily from it. And there's an announcer kind of explaining the rules of the games within this room. And there are three successive rooms and the team with the quickest time through all of them will get the most points. And then bonus points for creativity and solving puzzles. So Selwyn greets the door and just kind of says, hi, what's your name? And the door animates and says its name is just the door. It doesn't really have a name. And it tells us that there's a password that needs to be spoken. And so we're trying to get some hints from this door. And it's like, you know, like should, could, that kind of thing. And so I'm kind of like, what? <laughs> and it goes, yeah, something like that, but nothing really happens. And the door's kind of like being cheeky with us and not really giving us proper hints or anything. And it's kind of just chatting. It's like, oh yeah, I've been in these games for like 73 years. If I do a good job and make it through to 75, I get a pay raise. And it's just like talking about this random stuff. And, and we're trying to figure out the puzzle. We're looking around the room for clues uh, of what could be. We're trying to think of uh, words Selwyn jokingly says that she's going to pull a Ron Swanson and just say every word she knows and just like <laughs> starts listing words. <laughs> Nothing happens with that because that would take a heckin' long while. And uh, Kirian decides he wants to seduce the door or uh, maybe to uh... romance the door. <laughs> And so he tries this pickup line on it, which is like a terrible pickup line. It's not even like a grown chuckle funny pickup line. It's just not good. And the door is kind of heckling him about it. It's like commenting, oh yeah, every few years someone tries to seduce me and it doesn't really work. And it's stalling us. It's very clearly like trying to take up as much time as it can because yeah. this is a timed thing. Yeah. And um, Kirian is still on this idea about romancing the door he hasn't given up yet and so he asks the door like well do you think I'm attractive and the door is like what from it from a door's perspective I mean you're a little too three-dimensional for me gotta be honest <laughs> and we're all like Kirian this is going nowhere and he goes just wait just wait and he asks you know door do you think you're attractive and the door is like absolutely I mean have you seen these carvings my woodwork and as it says the word woodwork, it swings open. 
And apparently the goal of the game was to get the door to say wood. And so accidentally, probably, I don't actually know if Kirin had this idea, but he got the door to say wood without thinking about it and it opened. So we made it through that first room. So perplexed. <laughs> we were all like, wait, what? It was pretty exciting. Kirin actually, actually got it done. So we entered the second room and it's the same kind of smooth stone walls uh, and it's empty except for a, a statue in the middle of the room that's just kind of standing with its hand out and there's a plain door at the other side of the room and as we all enter all these kinds of and weapons materialize around the room and kind of fill the room to a certain extent and runes above the statue light up reading bring to me the greatest weapon one that kings covet puts warriors to ruin, and ends all battles. And so we're like, ooh, it's a bit of a riddle, okay. So a Kyrian... bit of a riddle. That's a riddle. That's a riddle. It's a riddle. <laughs> Kyrian checks to see if there's a pen in the room, because he has the idea like, you know, the pen is mightier than the sword kind of thing. And there isn't a pen in the room, but Selwyn pulls out a quill and inkwell that she has and puts them in the hand. And the runes kind of shimmer a little bit as though like close, but not quite. So Ava adds a piece of paper from her sketch pad and they shimmer again, not quite. And then we realize, oh wait, we don't actually have our stuff with us in these rooms. We left them back in the dressing room. Okay, scrap all that. We didn't have a quill. We didn't have paper. We didn't have an inkwell. <laughs> but our DM was like, oh yeah, I forgot that too. Okay, you guys can keep the hints from so we know that, you know, maybe it's not one of the weapons in the room. And so we kind of checked, like, does anyone have a spell that can summon one of those things, like a pen or a quill or a book or something? And a few people had ones that could summon, like, illusionary versions, but not, like, a real enough version. So we start looking through the actual weapons and stuff within the room. Mm -hmm. And Selwyn finds this cool great sword with like flames going up the blade that says Oathbreaker on it. And she's like swinging it around, it's pretty cool. And I just kind of feel through and check like, is anything here not a weapon, not armor, just anything different? And it isn't, it's all weapons and armor. So Kyrian checks to see maybe if any of the other weapons have names on them as well. And lots of them have names, um, names of the weapon itself, or even like person names. And he finds one called Peacebringer, which has like metal olive branches kind of curling around the blade. Mm -hmm. And he tries putting it in the statue's hand. And again, the runes shimmer, but not quite. And so as he takes it back, he kind of stumbles a bit and drops the sword and the branches break apart from the blade itself. And so Ava just grabs the branches and puts them in the statue's hand and the statue crumbles to dust and the door opens. So that was the correct blade. I guess the symbol of peace was the answer for that riddle. I am confused. Okay, <laughs> continue on. It's a puzzle room. It's all, you know, out there. But there's oh. just so many cha <laughs> chances. Of, yeah, oh, like exactly. There's no one right answer, I think, in, in a lot of these. Okay. That's probably why there's points for creativity, because you don't have to find the answer. You just have to find a answer. Oh, well, that helped me. <laughs> I, it's interesting, definitely, how, like, sometimes you explain things. Obviously, I know this is not real. Yeah. But I'm like, no, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't. 
I don't get it, but that makes sense. It was just enough to trigger the door open. Yeah, like it does. It's not that the answer doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's just like how did you get to that place when there's so many other yeah. things that could have happened? I mean, like so far, both of the doors that we've got through, we basically figured out almost by accident. <laughs> like Kieran accidentally got the door to say wood. Yeah. He accidentally broke the sword, which got the olive branches separate. So that definitely would have taken us a lot more time if not for those accidents. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I understand that I'm more, I'm more, when you say that there's, it doesn't have to be one answer. Yeah. It has to be a answer. That helps me. Okay. Continue next room. (laughs) So we head into the third room, (laughs) which is the final room. And again, smooth stone walls, this time with a metal door across on the far end and on it is carved a fairly large carving of a key and there's another riddle on this door which says the key is found within your head use the key to paint me red be aware of what you spurn for what you give will be returned and as we're reading this Kyrian just like headbutts the door like really hard and cuts his head open and just kind of bleeds on the door a bit. She's like, what's inside your head? Paint me red. Blood, obviously. Like on purpose? Yeah, oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. So he's trying to rub his blood into the key, but there's not enough blood to fill the key. So he's like ready to, to cut something and get a little bit of blood out cut a fingertip or whatever a major and I'm artery like, hold up hold up before we like cut a limb off what about spells like spells are in our heads could maybe Kyrian's prestidigitation spell color it red or conjure some paint or like does someone have a spell that could do this so not really I think Kyrian had something that he tried I can't remember with prestidigitation to color it red but it wasn't enough it didn't work and so he's getting ready and he'll cut that limb off again let's get some blood and like wait what about like fire metal is red with fire and ava's like oh i have a heat metal spell prepared which like perfect so she puts her hands kind of on the key and casts heat metal and the little key outline starts to glow red as metal would and the lock clicks and she pushes the door open. So yay, nobody died opening the door. Hooray. And we head back out onto the grass of the main stadium. And our DM gave us 10 out of 10 on creativity. Apparently we didn't get the answer she'd expected. Uh, In some of the rooms we were doing weird alternatives that worked. And we took about 30 minutes to get through the three rooms. And as we walk out, some teams are out before us. Um, Others are kind of returning around the same time or a little after us. And we kind of noticed that those coming out of the purple portals seem to have a lot more physical wounds. And some of them are being revived by medics. It seems to have been a lot going on there. Um, Those coming out of the green portals are covered in mud, like a lot of mud splatters. They're really dirty. And some of the others coming out of pink portals, same as us, seems to have necrotic wounds, which would be like from undead or necromancy type stuff, but we don't. So like, what were they doing in there? What is the green rooms again? The green room was the speedrunner. Speedrunner, okay. Yeah, so they're all covered in mud. That, that does make sense for speedrunner. Yeah, it tracks, it tracks. And the purple's the battle box, so the physical yeah. wounds also tracks for that. Not sure what's up with the necromancy no. wounds, but we avoided that thankfully so that's good 
And the first challenge is done. So it's time for the next of the three team games. And Selwyn is, goes to the cup to draw another one and draws Battle Box. So we're going through the purple portals mm-hmm. and we're gonna die. Yeah, so that was uh, a little scary. Yeah. After seeing people being revived on the turf of the stadium. Yay, fat. So we go through the portal into like a dusty field with tall walls either side of us and kind of going forward and in front of us the rest of the field is filled with like a mix of crates and platforms and stairs and barrels and kind of like a paintball or a laser tag area like that kind of hiding and running and whatnot and the announcer calls out that this is the match of bones boys versus the playboys which is the team that was the three Fey boys and uh, the three human boys where we joked they were like the Fey Wild Mirror version of our boys back in Corintha, except these ones are tools. We don't like them very much. So now we're going to beat them. That's what we're going to do. And <laughs> but there's six of them and five of you. Yeah, there's six of them and five of us. <laughs> so we're at a disadvantage, but we have faith in our abilities. And the announcer kind of explains the rules for this game. So each team will have five minutes to plan in their little area. We're kind of, if the map is like this, we're at opposite ends of it starting. And we each have a map of what the arena looks like. And we have five minutes to make a plan using that map before the game begins. The goal is to get our beacon to one of the roped off areas. So if we're starting here, the roped off areas are kind of opposite kitty corners. So we can each choose either one to go to and activate our beacon in one of those areas. Mm-hmm. And activating it takes two turns. So we have to kind of protect that person while they're activating it. Once one team has activated their beacon, they need to defend it for two rounds of combat. And the other team's goal changes to wiping out that defending team and destroying their beacon. So it's a race to get the beacon started and whoever does it first is now getting killed. <laughs> basically getting wiped out okay yeah. i think mm, here's they a little kind of capture the flag ish okay i was bit. gonna say capture the flag but yeah. asterisks for me personally um i don't play board games well <laughs> because i blacked out while rebecca was explaining nice. all that yeah it's I, cool i don't know why it happens but as soon as people start <laughs> explaining rules i cannot follow it so, it's easier to learn by doing than by hearing. I find that as well, definitely. Yes, but <laughs> usually I don't really learn very well. I, I mean, we have we have plenty of examples of you and I playing board games with other people and driving them <laughs> literally mad. Up the wall. We, we try to make amendments. <laughs> we're like, mm, this is stupid. Let's do it this way. Or yeah. I don't We You. We did you that in have gotten dodgeball. Into- it doesn't even have to be a board game. No. It's any kind of game. Any com- competitive interaction with others. You have literally gone into a physical altercation and not about winning. <laughs> It wasn't even about winning. The game couldn't even be won, technically. You just are aggressive sometimes. I slapped one of my friends. Like a proper slap. An actual. Like, it was just instinctual. I didn't even... No, there was a reason. We were playing... Was it Apples to Apples? Or, like, one of those where they have to draw... Choose a card. It was a cranium game. the, The matching one. You have to, like, find what card fits the person best. Yeah. And she didn't pick my card. 
And um, I just instinctively slapped her, which is terrible. She slapped me back. We made it even. It was okay. So, I guess so yeah. it was compet- competition motivated, yeah. but I'm not competitive. I think that's truly it. It was also like 13. I got I got to put that out there. This was a long time ago. 14? I, I know for sure you were not 13. We were, we were at 20. least 16. Okay, we should stop. We're making it worse. <laughs> Anyways, the point is... <laughs> competition games go over my head so I will admit I don't follow what is the execution maybe it'll become clear as I kind of yes I I didn't want to derail it but I also (laughs) I wanted you to know that I have no idea what's going on nice well our first goal is get the beacons to the rope areas that's that's the first goal (laughs) let's use just keywords and I'll follow (laughs) one step at a time yeah okay so yeah um, and then during the setup, we're also each, like, all the team members are given bracelets, okay. which change everyone's hit points to just 10. And just for comparison, mine is usually 53. So that's quite a lot lower than usual, but it kind of evens the playing field a little bit. Like, everyone is equally easy to kill with a hit, essentially, so that it doesn't go on forever. If I had 53 points, it would take hours to get through this fight, but if we have 10 it goes pretty quickly. So that was a little bit of a surprise. We didn't know that was coming. But Selwyn had also given us an inspiring speech in the last session, which gave us each five temporary hit points. Right. So we have 15 hit points. Okay. Which is a little bit better. And also last session, we talked about how like we weren't going to be allowed to wear our armor in. During the week, the DM decided, never mind. I give a let you guys bring bring your own armor. Because the way she figured was magic users can use all their own magic. Why not let the fighter people use their own armor? Because yeah. that's kind of their equivalent of good an advantage. So we all had our own armor. You had to uh, put your or- dragon armor to the test. Yes. Yeah. Had my dragon armor back on. And we made a bit of a plan to, to get our beacon to one of the roped up areas. We chose which one we were going to go to. And then rolled initiative and the game began. So Selwyn picked up our beacon, which started with us, and then Kyrian dashed off to the roped area that we planned to activate it in. And as a rogue, he can dash three times instead of two times. A dash is maximizing your movement. So everyone has a set amount of movement. His is 30 feet. Normally, you can use your action to double your movement. So instead of doing your action, you move twice as far. He can also use his bonus action as well as his action, and moved three Mm -hmm. times as far. So he practically got into the roped area. He was pretty far away. And I then run to the opposite roped area, because I'm going to scout if the other team's actually going there or if they're going to the same one as us. And I wasn't quite close enough to see in if they could see us yet, but that's my goal. Then Ava wild shapes into a deer, and she's going to give Selwyn a ride to the roped-up area because she can move pretty far as a deer. And do you want to know what's so funny about you saying that? Yeah. I was once again distracted because it's really hard for me to concentrate. And I was making eye contact with my little deer. Perfect. <laughs> Ava became a deer. You knew it was coming. That's funny. Okay. So she's a deer. She's a deer. And uh, Quinn kind of went to the middle of the arena. She's, she's our muscle. She's our fighter. She's just going to wipe out any playboys that she comes mm-hmm. into interaction with. Easy yeah. goal. And someone jumps onto Ava's back. They ride off for the roped-off area. Because she's a deer. Because she's a deer. 
<laughs> I really, I have to try so hard to keep up with what's going on. Continue. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And we, every now and then we have to remind ourselves, oh yeah, it was a deer just standing there as a deer in this arena. Anyway, so she rides uh, Selwyn as far as she can to the roped area. And then Selwyn gets off and kind of closes the distance on foot as much as she can. Mm-hmm. And Kirian's the first one to make it into this roped off area. He's looking around. No one's in there yet. But then suddenly one of the playboys runs in with their beacon. And so they had chosen the same one as us. So Kyrian surprise attacks him and manages to kill him. So their beacon is not activated. So we still have a chance. Just like and straight up kill him? Just, yeah. just okay. stabby stabby. That's the goal of the game. You yeah. gotta kill. Everyone will be revived after the fact. It's not permanent death. It's just a game. Don't it's worry fine. about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We're not rolling death rows in the game. So that was good. Didn't have to worry about real death, just unconscious. And I kind of peek around the corner into the roped off area that I'm in. And across the clearing, I see one of the Fae boys doing the same thing. And we kind of note each other and then dip back away to hiding. But uh, he's definitely seen me. So that could be a concern if his turn is is before mine. Yeah. And... um, Ava, now that she's dropped someone off, kind of runs to the middle near Quinn to attack anyone with a hoose. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Selwyn gets into the roped area and starts casting Magic Circle, which is a spell that will create a protected space around her that the Fae boys in particular won't be able to enter. So then at least we'll just have to worry about the human three. So maybe the numbers are a bit more balanced can protect her while she activates the beacon. Like and- Violet. Sorry? Um, it's like Violet from The Incredibles. Yeah, kind of Violet-ish. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a cylinder rather than a bubble, oh. but similar. Okay, whatever. <laughs> and as she's doing... Yeah. No, go ahead. Go okay. ahead, please. <laughs> as she's doing this, another one of the Fae boys jumps around the corner and stabs Kyrian, who's also in the roughed off area, and like really hard. Kyrian's only still alive because of our temporary hit points at this point. Okay. Because... He took damage from the door earlier and didn't heal from that fully. So he's starting under 15. He took damage from the door or he inflicted damage on himself? Accurate. Yeah. He inflicted door. damage on himself with the door and didn't heal fully from that. So his hit points were below the rest of ours just to begin with. And now he's literally only at one hit point. So he's close. And then another boy jumps up and starts heading for Selwyn as she's casting the spell. And so Kyrian manages to kill the one who stabs him and moves to the one near Selwyn, again, still with only one hit point at this point. And then just before my turn, I was sneak attacked and knocked unconscious. And so I couldn't take my turn, which was really sad. And, And then I woke up on, you know, the main grassy stadium field. And while I was unconscious... Kyrian was killed, unsurprisingly, because he only had one hit point left. Selwyn was also killed because her magic circle wasn't able to be completed in time to protect her from the Fae boys that were in the roped off area. And so just Ava and Quinn remained with three of the playboys in the, uh, the arena. And with these beacons, if you're not able to activate it, basically whichever team kills the other team first. So now it's just it's just a death trap at this point. Who can kill the other team first? 
So the rest of us out of character, I had cheering Ava and Quinn on like crazy. And in a nail-biting fight, Quinn is able to kill one of them. Ava manages to get out of deer form and stab another one of them. And then as the hidden spectators in this room are starting to chant, bones, 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 Quinn was able to kill the final playboy as well. And we won! Oh my goodness! So the underdogs came back through. Medics, you know, brought the unconscious members of both teams out of the portal and revived us all. While Quinn and Ayla walked out triumphantly as highlights of the fight were being played on screens around the stadium. It was very exciting. And then we had to stop because we'd already gone over time. So the next games will be continued next session. But that was (laughs) very exciting. We won. So that was good. (laughs) Oh, my goodness yeah wow i mean little once again disappointed that you guys didn't finish we played for two and a half hours instead of our normal two yeah i don't think we could have fit another game in there no but uh, besides all that which is obviously not that important that was very exciting it was so exciting we had fun (laughs) wow I I got caught up again. Once. Yeah, I, I did not take efficient note notes, but um, it was a struggle for me to keep yeah. track of everything. I, it is a lot. I really struggle if I don't have a point of reference already <laughs> and like very clear descript world building. Yeah, like, I should have sent you the map ahead of time. Maybe and then you could have taken a peek at it. That could have that probably could have helped because <laughs> I was I. Not even kidding. I was just pulling from every book I've read, yeah, movie I've watched. Because I'm like, <laughs> I need. I can obviously try to build it myself, but I don't. I didn't yeah. even know where to start. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where to. So I had to. I had to put in the groundwork with past experiences, Hunger Games, um, Maze Runner, all yeah. those things. <laughs> well, I got. I mean, we can. We'll get into it when we get to that point of what I ended up choosing. But, yeah. um. No, it was good. It was yeah. it was it was exciting. Yeah. I, I feel oh, and, like Oh, I'll explain it after. You feel like, yep. No, I I feel I feel like uh, my assumption would be like, yo, yeah, you guys are going to win everything. And now I feel <laughs> a little bit disappointed that you did. <laughs> which... our, well, we almost had a total party kill. Like, yeah. Our DM was like maybe I can get them, humble them a little bit. Because <laughs> yeah. this is basically the only time when it's appropriate for the DM to go really hard and kill everybody. Mm, for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I just, as as you're, like, finishing talking about, like, and this happened, this happened, I'm like, I hope they all die. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of expecting us to, honestly. Like, once three of us were down, and, like, n- nothing against, you know, Ava and Quinn, but two against three... When these guys are like stealth attacking us like crazy, like they seem pretty tough. I was like, I don't know, if, I don't know if we got this. Yeah, <laughs> managed to get it done, bring her home. You did, which <laughs> is impressive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that was, I liked it. We found out why the pink portal people were getting necrotic damage. Oh, why is that? Well, that there was the room, the metal room with the key and the painting the key read. Um, Kyrian was on the right track with that. Technically, I don't know if right is the correct word, but had the key been filled with blood, probably from more than one person, because don't want to 
be given someone blood loss. But then um, necrotic ghostly versions of them would have appeared and the party would have had to fight necrotic versions of themselves for whoever had put blood on the key. Because the, the part of the riddle where like, careful what you give because it will be returned. Yeah. That was the dark versions of them appearing. So they had to fight themselves and like got necrotic damage. But we managed to avoid that by doing the heat metal instead. Like Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. The last Eve yeah. Not really. <laughs> well, well again, cool, but... I can't stop referencing things. Um, I love Scott Pilgrim. I haven't seen that in a long time. I saw I saw Scott Pilgrim in theaters. No way. And I literally in that moment did not know yeah. how what a privilege it would be. No kidding. But looking back now, oh my gosh. Nice. I wrote an essay on Scott Pilgrim in university. Nice. I've got to watch the movie over and over again <laughs> while I made notes. I remember after that, I think I read, I think I read the graphic novel yeah. or the comic, whatever. Um, not, I didn't, I don't know if I finished it. Mm. But Scott Pilgrim is chef's kiss. Love it. <laughs> um, once again, tangent. Uh, so that's good that yeah. that didn't happen for you guys. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't have to fight doctors ourselves because we'd have probably like probably had to be kind of the tougher people. Our DM was sort of anticipating, obviously, Kyrian would do it, being him, and maybe Quinn or me would do it. And like, I would not want to fight Kyrian or Quinn. Like, Kyrian's super stabby stabby. Quinn's really strong. That would have not been a good time. So yeah. glad we didn't have to do that. For sure. Um, yeah, for sure, Gaiden. And, like, it's nice to not have to be constantly in combat. Yeah, it was kind of fun to just have it be a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. It is a puzzle room. Exactly. Well, I like these ones. I don't know, obviously, if every single, um, session was like this. (laughs) I I genuinely think I wouldn't ever be able to keep up. But I like... I like to be like It was kind of nice to have some levity. Just kind of be able to have some fun. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really fast paced. And oh, like, yeah. I'm overwhelmed. Oh yeah, after session yesterday, I had a headache. I like had to go take headache meds and go into bed. <laughs> yeah. It was rough, but it was fun. I think, I think it's a good balance, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. I guess I can do do my notes. Yeah, the few that I have. Your notes. Um, so, uh, my first reference to what it was like initially was, uh, I don't know if anyone else went to private school growing up, <laughs> and maybe this is also the case in uh, other uh, schooling uh, places. I've been to many different types of schools, but this yeah. is the most relevant. It felt like field day. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I'm obviously other schools have field day, but when you go to a private school, there's a little bit of a extraness to it. Yeah, um, house games and stuff. Yeah, so <laughs> that that was like my first point of reference. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can I can see this, but also disappointingly, it was referenced to our our private school backfield, which is not cool. Probably yeah. the ugliest 
the worst. There was a highway. Yeah, on the highway. highway behind our school. Yep. And and it was and a, a marsh. A, a highway marsh on the other side. A marsh and a train track. And not like a fun train track. It was the most industrial. Yeah. Like it was bad. I mean, it lit the ditch on fire a couple times. So it, there was an adventure associated with the railroad. No, there was there was a there was a lot of trauma with that train yeah. track by the school yeah. and yeah. also the marsh. The whole backfield was full of Canada geese. Yeah. If you don't live in Canada, you probably still know the stereotypes of how evil Canada geese are. I mean, they do migrate, so people do experience them. That's true. That's true. But still. Yeah, we hate them. We hate them. So my my visual of it was not cute, but it was the best I could do. Yeah, it was a lot better than that. <laughs> okay. So anyways, <laughs> it felt like field day initially. Yeah. Um, it was nice to have kind of uh, just the game description, like what mm-hmm. to expect. Yes. Um, I, I like that because I was worried the whole time I'd be like, what's going to happen next? What's going to yeah. happen next? Which I did feel like, but not in the context of mm-hmm. what uh, like event yeah after I'm like well it's one of two so yeah same I like that too yeah Yeah. that was good I like the game description and then yeah the puzzle room the first one very impressive like yeah I'm like blown away I was so impressed by that because one just the um the word is escaping me the objective Mm -hmm. of getting the door to say wood wood that is like I'm impressed you that in would never like, cross my mind. The first hint of the should could and then not saying it, like it I feel like I should have thought to kind of try to get him to say that word a bit. Like and oh at some point I don't I don't th- know if I mentioned this in the recap. We had asked like is the clue one word? And the door said, well, it's pretty much one word. And I think that's because you can spell wood multiple ways. It's okay. one word, but there's multiple woods. Yeah. So it was just getting him. And the fact that we assumed we had to say it rather than getting the door to say yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of riddles. I really, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I They're tricky. Yeah. Um, I think I just struggle so much. My first impression of the door was that it was going to be like an Alice in Wonderland. Mm. but it wasn't so well no no it wasn't Alice in Wonderland just nothing I mean it did make sense but like every nothing means what it sounds like it will mean that's true and the door door in Alice in Wonderland was so mean yeah it was a bully um and then the second riddle situation I I don't remember like I didn't that was hard for me to keep up with I struggled with that I truly don't know what happened all of a sudden, you guys just like had the branch thing, and it, you were leaving. Yeah. The in between is fuzzy, but I am also <laughs> impressed. I just don't know why I couldn't keep up with that one. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, the key that was very interesting. Yeah. And I'm glad that it didn't end the way that the other teams ended up. Yeah. Uh, figuring it out, but that's smart. My my first like. I didn't try to figure out the first two. I was like, <laughs> oh, I just want to see. But the, the last one, I was like, oh, I wonder what it was going to be. And I was racing in my yeah. brain. I was like, uh, trying to figure it out. And 
I thought something to do with like fire before you said it. Not, I didn't really know what that would mean, but I was like red. And that my initial thought, my context clue for that was like fire. Yeah. Um, So I'm glad that you guys, you know, figured it out. I'm glad that worked. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it would have worked with all spellcasting classes because when Ava went to do it, our DM kind of, asked her for some information about her spellcasting. Like, is she using a spell book or is it a prepared spell that she has memorized? And because it was a memorized spell, I think that's what made it work. Had it been like a cleric using a spell book or not a cleric, but like a wizard using a spell book or yeah. something, it probably wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Yeah. So very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked all that and I'm glad you guys made it out. And then, excuse me, the battle. The battle... <laughs> It was, I was, <laughs> oh, I was, I should have sent you a map ahead of time, sorry. <laughs> I just, I, well, you were, my ears literally started rushing. Like when I get overwhelmed <laughs> or noise gets above a certain amount, my ears yeah. rush and I can't actually hear. Yeah. That wasn't really the case, but I think, well, I got overwhelmed. I didn't yeah. know that that would happen like this. I've never been in this situation, <laughs> um, but I got overwhelmed. So by, high pressure. By a fictional world. <laughs> and I couldn't, I stopped hearing. Um, <laughs> so that was a bit disappointing. But my initial visual of it, have yeah. you read or seen Arthur and the Invisible? Well, Arthur, it's called Arthur and the Minimoys. I don't, do I have the book? I have, I do own the The movie book. is a different name, isn't it? The movie is Arthur the and the Invisibles. The book is Arthur and the Minimoys. I do have the book, but it's not here yeah. right now. I think I have a long time ago. Okay, well, there's a part which is not the, I like, not that I understand what you were trying to do in the game, but <laughs> there's a game sort of situation where they have these two puffballs yeah. who love each other and they're trying to get to each other. Yeah. Um, but you, there's like competing forces and you have to like stop them and compete and, and kill people. And I yeah. realized why I was so like shocked by the killing. Yeah. I was not a video game kid. Uh, yeah. So that wasn't my initial like, oh yeah, you just lose a life die. Like that sort right. of thing. That did not even come to mind until I was like, oh, that's, that's like a video game thing. I mean, also it's not like, a death death yet at that point it's more like getting knocked unconscious really yeah but through physical wounds like you're on the way to dying definitely but but I think it's just because I don't like I I was not a video game kid and that just wasn't my first thought to be like when you die you don't actually just like have that's not the default you don't have to just die 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 yeah anyways I built the world for myself and it wasn't because in Arthur and the Minimoys that that was how the game was played. It just needed a visual. Yeah. And that's how I navigated through it. Yeah. Um, so that was my visual. And then I figured out like, okay, it's fine. But the point is that battle, that everything that you guys, yeah. very impressive. Like the sneak attacks, yeah. all the like, the I mean, obviously the deer, just the execution <laughs> of everything was very yeah. engaging. It was fun. And I mean, our DM, because we play on, we play on an online, we use Roll20 so she can make online maps and we can mm-hmm. interact with them a little bit. And 
you can do layers on that. So there's certain things only the DM can see and certain things that we can see. So we couldn't see any of the other team until like we actually encountered them on the field. Uh, So we literally didn't know where they were. Like she'd take her turn and move things and be like, "Hmm, I'm going to put this guy here. He's going to run over here. We had no idea what she was saying that in reference to. We're just like, (laughs) waiting for them to appear and stab us or something. Yeah, that's scary. It was it was good. It worked <laughs> uh, from the outside perspective. It did work. Uh, once yeah. once I like got into it and figured out where I was at mentally, yeah. I I was like, okay, I get it. I mean, maybe I did it. Obviously, my interpretation <laughs> is probably so different. Yeah, but, but that's fine as long as it still, works for you. Yeah, it's still an interpretation. So yeah. that was exciting. One question. Um, <laughs> I think I don't. Yeah, it was last session or the session before because yeah. you've been planning these games for so long um, <laughs> you discussed I think it was it's Selwyn right who doesn't kill people yeah and she decided she said that she doesn't really know what it would be like in the games did she come to yeah. a decision yet or just did it matter she hasn't done any fighting spells yet no yeah I just she didn't know if she discussed I didn't no. know if it was yeah. a discussion prior that like oh I've decided that if this happens yeah, not that she's shared with us. Okay. I mean, maybe she has kind of a line in her mind of when, but yeah, yeah. no, we don't know. Yeah, nothing's come up yet. She was okay. kind of killed before she could do any damage. Yes. <laughs> so, so I guess, I mean, not that she knew she was going to die, but I guess she, she wasn't prepared to kill anyone yet. Yeah. <laughs> we We wished her, we kind of assumed that, I guess we hadn't read the spell clearly enough. With her magic circle, in uh, a normal situation, you could just kind of cast it pretty quickly. But in a combat situation, every round is just seconds. And the spell takes a full minute to cast, mm-hmm. which would mean it would take 10 turns to, like, fully click in. Yeah. So we kind of hadn't fully realized that until it was too late like it probably would have been a better idea to trigger the beacon first and then throw up the magic circle after that to protect it but even then we still excuse me we still wouldn't have gotten it up in time really because you need to defend the beacon for 10 turns so it would have balanced out so in hindsight it wasn't going to work as well as we hoped that it would have but we won anyway so it's fine yeah (laughs) overall it did everything worked out so yeah it's all good and that, I mean, that's kind of where I stopped. That's where I stopped taking notes because then everything just kind of happened. And, yeah. And you yeah, I didn't thinking... go into too much detail with note taking after I got knocked unconscious. Yes. Yeah. I, I wouldn't learn. I didn't know. Exactly. But you guys, you guys got through two rooms. Yeah. So. Yep. Net got the the maze, the speed speedrunner, speedrunner next. And then I think there's a bit of a break after that, probably where we can do like a short rest and heal up a little bit in case anyone needs to do that. Lunchtime. Yeah, lunchtime. (laughs) And then we've got the game with like all the teams, everybody, whatever that'll be. And then the game where we split the team, which we have an odd number of people. So we're going to have to kind of like figure out how to balance ourselves. I guess I don't know if we pick the teams or if they separate us, but we're going to have to figure out how to balance well enough to, to do whatever we need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Can you imagine you get to the very last thing? Not that I want to, like, have that happen, so. but you, 
you get to the very last thing and then it, just, it all falls apart. That would be really sad. I mean, we know we weren't the first ones to finish the, yeah. the first one. So we're not necessarily like in first place right now. We did good on creativity. Our speed may not have been the best. And this one, like we won the second one. So I don't really know where the standings are. Maybe they'll be like a board or something that we can see in the stadium that'll sort of show the current standings. That would be kind of cool. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was exciting. It was. <sighs> I'm excited to continue the games. I think we have at least one more session in the games, probably. Yeah. Which will be fun. That makes sense. I hope you make it out alive. Well, we'll make it out alive. Oh, I mean, I hope you make it out winning, I, I should yeah. say. We didn't even have a chance to use our health potions that we got in Battle Box because they just killed us so quickly. Yeah didn't even have a chance to take that potion well there's many opportunities so maybe that's for the better yeah maybe it's for like the one where all the teams are playing against everybody or when you're speed up and you can't work together yeah yeah Ah! well i guess we'll see yep very exciting very exciting Wanna roll some dice? Uh, yeah. We ha- last time it was pretty bad, wasn't it? I think it was like two. Yeah. Something or no. Very low. I think we finally no, we got into double digits again. I oh, in this campaign? Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I in don't know. Two was the two. I just know that we did the teal and purple last time. So um Give me what you want. What you really, really want. Let's go with your peachy one. Peachy. It, I'm setting us up for failure, but it's it, it's fine. Isn't it the one that got the 20 that one time? So like. Oh, right, right, right. And then everything went downhill. So. Then everything went downhill. Redeem us. Positive vibes. 13 again. Okay. Oh, right. And you so- decided that 13 was a lucky number. I was just going to say it again. I was just going to say lucky number 13. That's not a thing. I'm making it a thing. Okay. I'm taking 13 back. <laughs> oh, good luck. Thanks. But I'm definitely hard. I hate, I hate good luck. I don't believe in it. But for that in particular, good luck. Thank you. Love it. Um, all right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you yes. for uh following along i'm excited for it next week yeah. I, i'm i kind of don't want the games to end but i'm yeah. i'm looking forward to what happens so yeah seeing we'll, if the world is falling apart after the games are done yeah we'll we'll just have to we'll have to find out and yeah yeah stay excited so yeah. have Thank a good you. week bye bye